Hello, I'm Petra Bosma Kuman. And I'm Andrew Kuman. And this is another edition of Mocktail Mashup on the Things I Said Out Loud podcast. Today, our feature mocktail is a Singapore sling, and I am here for it. It's a nostalgic drink for me in a sense that it reminds me of my big brother Chris's experience purchasing the OG Singapore sling in Singapore on his way to visit me when I lived in Malaysia and how he paid something like $90 Canadian for it. But this is like not $90. No. And our version has ginger ale. Ginger ale and a lime soda. And a yeah. little bit of <laughs> cordial. Cordial. Yes. Singapore sling cordial. Yes. On the cheap, my friends. <laughs> Alcohol free. And delicious. Delightful. So the format of our podcast is simple. We talk about five things from the past week or so. Something read, something heard, something seen, something learned, and something that caught our attention. So here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, well, something I read. Petra, I got great news about your career. You started a new role as the Global Public Relations Principal for Supporter Experience at Compassion International. Congratulations. This is so Amazing and such an incredible opportunity for you. Thank you. And I think you are so well suited for it and they're just so lucky to have you. So big, big congratulations. Thank you. I'm excited. How are you um, liking it so far? I love it. I'm three weeks in. Yeah. Am I in week four? Yeah, three or four. Something yeah, like that. it's amazing. It's a great organization. Changing the world. One child at a time. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. amazing. So uh, check them out, compassion.org. Dot com. Ah! She's still learning. She's still learning. <laughs> Compassion.com. <laughs> Hopefully they scooped up all the URLs. I'm sure they did. Yeah, let's hope so. Not, that. It'll, there's probably a redirect. Okay, so something I read, which I, I'm surprised by. I yeah, read, <laughs> I read three young adult novels in a week or less. Something happened to me. I wasn't particularly committed to the young adult in the novel, but the parental storylines i was really committed to <laughs> what were they what were the books <laughs> oh it was called the summer i turned pretty okay and which then is a netflix a... series right oh it is yeah i think so oh okay well i just needed something to read to kind of wind down at the end of the day and i read that and it was an easy read so i just, you just ate them up i just went ahead and read all three i'll go on the record saying i love ya i've written some ya but mm -hmm. it's it's a great great genre it's a, it is a good genre yeah. and it's like low impact but also makes you think sweet you know good times yeah it's easy. would you recommend it to people mm, no <laughs> <laughs> okay well. i feel like i shouldn't say that it's Fine. it's so so yeah it's not going to yeah. change your life but no if you want some entertainment i guess yeah which i think maybe is my theme of reading you, i'd say you need that at weeks. night like that's you why do. i'm reading these john michael connelly books mm -hmm. which are amazing but you know can't do the deep deep stuff all no. the time like i can't go straight from doing stuff to bed i need a little unwind in between and it can't be tense yeah it has to be easy and i don't want it to be on my phone so okay so don't read these detective novels about murders that i'm reading that. at night but yeah. already okay. knew that we, didn't need to you do you yeah. okay so something i heard i started listening to the honestly podcast special series called the witch trials of jk rowling and it's amazing I'm a big fan of Barry Weiss and everything that her and the Free Press are doing over on their Substack. And this podcast series is so well produced and really fascinating. I never really got into the Harry Potter novels, so forgive me if you're a big fan. I think I read the first one way back when. Um, but this really compares um, 
it looks at like the mob and witch hunts and J.K. Rowling as a controversial controversial figure, mm-hmm. starting first with like the Christian right in the early two thousands and how the left is so against like the far left and progressives are sort of against her right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just super fascinating. It gets really into the context of kind of where we are in this cultural moment and really, really interesting when you're driving and need something to listen to. I highly recommend. You know what I heard in there is that it's Rowling? Rolling. Rolling. And I don't know why I've always said Rowling. Yeah, interesting, right? I feel like most of us have. So Did you know that That's what I heard. Did you know that she did she went with the initials because as a woman in publishing, writing that type of fiction that they never thought she'd sell a book. So their her first print was five hundred books and it went it's like the best selling series of all time. So right. it also looks at how it got so popular and it's like the first, um, it's like the internet generation, their first book, and mm. there's so much community around it. Yeah, super interesting. What does the JK stand for? Joe something. So any Harry Potter fan out there is like screaming. You and if you're listening right now and you're a Harry Potter fan, you're like screaming at whatever, the device that you're listening this on. And we love that, that you are so passionate as a fan. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tell all your Harry Potter friends about us. <laughs> Okay, what I heard has made me laugh over and over all week. So there is a French talk show that um, featured guests with unusual laughs and put them all up on stage and put a picture up behind each of them around what their laugh sounds like. Oh, you're going to share a clip. I'm going to share a little Mm. clip. Are you ready? Yeah, it's like these people making animal sounds so funny. (laughs) So we'll drop that uh, link in the show notes. Kind of sounds like a madhouse, but it is hilarious. And if you're one of those people with that laugh, let me just say you are a delight. We see you. Your laugh is a delight. Thank you for what you bring to the world. I am richer for it. <laughs> okay, so things I've seen, speaking of being richer for it, um, we love our friend Chuck Gasper's art. It is just the best. He's amazing. Uh, he is based in British Columbia. Yeah, Abbotsford. Uh, Abbotsford. Um, and he's just done amazing work for so many people that we knew. And he has... We've been talking to him about um, painting an original work um, based on the idea of walking on water and the song Oceans that we both love for about as long as we've known each other. So yeah, since like, we got married, I think. Since we got married, at least. So we're going on nine, nine to ten years or so. And um, we just felt like this was a season to really step out in faith again. And we're going to go ahead and get him to paint this for us so i think he's gotten started and we're looking excited we're excited to see yeah. it be completed yeah we'll send a up. link to his work it's beautiful mm-hmm. and um, highly recommend him as a person and as a creative and as an artist so can't wait to have some of his original work in our home yeah love it how about you um i signed up for a master class um as professional development at work and i really um Enjoyed the course by Jeff Goodby and Rich Silverstein, who run an ad agency in San Francisco. And they're the brains behind some of the most iconic and memorable ad campaigns, like the Got Milk campaign and campaigns for Doritos and Budweiser that you'd see in the Super Bowl. It was, yeah, really fascinating to see how they built their business, their philosophy behind storytelling for brands. And, you know, 
their approach is really simple. It's about telling the truth and being mm. funny. And so it's just cool to see like this history of ad making and um, yeah, how they, how it all came to be. That's so neat. You know what I'd love to see is a comparison of ads by the same makers over the course of like decades oh, to yeah. see like what is the that one constant in their yeah that one constant through line of their personality that keeps showing up over and over yeah you'd love if you're into marketing or branding Mm -hmm. i highly recommend i think you would really like it because you kind of see you get a glimpse of that just their unique perspective throughout the years so okay something i learned this week did you know that you can use amazon amazon gift cards for amazon pay i did not it's amazing so i've had the stash of gift cards since christmas to use I mean, I don't really need anything. I can't really figure out what I want to buy. And I don't just want to buy like our subscribe and save stuff. So I subscribed to a print edition of GQ using my Amazon gift card. And can I tell you why I did? Yeah. So I read at Christmas in the print magazine of GQ. But no, actually it wasn't the print. It was um, it was online, but an article about the best sweatshirt <laughs> in the world. And this was like such fine writing. And it made me want to buy the sweatshirt, which I'll never be able to get because it's so in, it's in such high demand but it like reminded me of like how great a magazine can mm. be and it's kind of just yeah. like i find in canada there's like such limited circulation of magazines yep. and so it's just like even finding one that's like you know something that'd be interesting so this was great and i could do it all with my amazon gift card so it's kind of like google pay or apple pay but amazon pay so Okay, except for the Food Network magazine, which you canceled <laughs> over a year right. ago and which you're still getting every two single years. month. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so someone in the circulation department did not get the memo, but I'm not paying. But hey, don't send me to collections, please. But if you want some copies of the Food Network yeah. magazine, come on if over. If you want to make a killer uh, mushroom risotto or something like that, come on over. <laughs> Okay, what I learned is that a $10 bottle of John Frieda lightning spray actually works. I was skeptical. This is for (laughs) all of my friends out there who get highlights at the salon and grudgingly do it because they don't like to spend money on it. And that is me, but I feel the need to get highlights. And so... Wait a minute. That's not your natural color? Imagine that. Anyway... Totally works. Stretches out the amount of time between highlights. I will be collecting my commission at the end of this podcast for that endorsement. Looks great. Even smells great. We're sitting quite close to each other as we we record this. Yeah, yeah. here to help. That volume, that Uh, color. Come mm -hmm. on, girl. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, what caught your attention? Okay, so this past week on my Substack, I posted an article about asking big in faith. Um, kind of looked at the double portion mm-hmm. passage in scripture with Elisha, Elijah. And it reminded me of this insane experience that we had in the last 12 or so months. Uh, double yoke reminder. Um, it's hard to say out loud because I know people are so skeptical so quickly. But believe it or not. Believe it. I cracked 24. A minimum of 24 eggs that had double yolks. So like 48 yolks in total, my friends. Mm-hmm. From the same... Like, okay, every week I go to Costco. Yep. and I, Or not every week, every month. And our family buys a two-pack of large eggs from Costco, Wonderland, London, Ontario. Same eggs all the time. All the time, I can attest. And kind of like... So I'm going to write about this on my Substack this week because I was just like... It came back to me. And then I, I found an article online that showed how actually mathematically impossible this is no way 
And? So I'm going to share that as well. Oh, it's like one, like to crack eight eggs in a row that have two yolks is like one in a quadrillion. Woo. Can't even calculate that. Woo. Anyway, this was wild and it kind of came at a really interesting time when we were like praying about the double portion and it was kind of connected to dad's death and mm. all of this kind of stuff. And then as I wrote that this week, I was reminded of this experience. We captured it on video. I'm going to share did. that. And it was just like kind of wild. So mm. I will say... It was like a miraculous and wonderful moment for me. Um, and no, my toast did not have stigmata. Which I had to ask Andrew to define stigmata, and it is... Like signs of like the bleeding and palms of... Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Christ. Okay. Um, for all of my fellow book lovers, part of me wonders if this should just be a book podcast. Could at least be. my portion. Hmm. Uh, there is a new book about Corey Ten Boom at chapters called the watchmaker's daughter mm-hmm. i think it's written by a man named larry loftus we will confirm that and put <laughs> in it the in show the notes. show notes uh but i'm so excited uh the book by Corey ten boom the hiding place was probably in my top five mm. favorite most life-changing books book. i've ever re- read um just about the power of forgiveness and how it can change you and it can change those around you so Really excited to and meet it. Who is who is Corrie Ten Boom? Corrie Ten Boom is Dutch. Um, she, thank you for asking that leading question, Andrew. Mm. But she um, was a watchmaker's daughter in the Second World War, and her and her father and her sister um, joined the resistance and started to um, help hide uh, Jews in their home who were trying to escape Nazism in their communities. Um, and then eventually they were found out. Um, they had been betrayed by someone, and so they got sent to a concentration camp as well. And uh, Corey um, was released no, um, accidentally. Um, oh, really? Then, I yeah, that. she was released wow. accidentally. And um, she then uh, went into Germany after the Second World War and started to share with people about the power of forgiveness wow. it's just amazing then you learn that that thing's an accident kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah mm, i can't not wait to read accident. it up. not an accident can't wait, to, can't wait to read it after you read it yeah so anyway you can read the hiding place or you can reach read the watchmaker's daughter then you can borrow the hiding place from us because we've got a couple yeah. of copies on our show come on over well hey that brings us to an end of another episode of mocktail mashup We'll drop the recipe in the show notes. We'd love to hear what you recommend for a sober curious drink. So send us your favorite mocktail recipe. I'm not sober curious. I am sober. I'm, you're sober. Yeah, I know. That's a new term though, right? Sober curious. If you want more great content, jump over to things I wrote down for some great reads. And make sure you watch this egg cracking video this week and let me know if you're a doubter or a believer. Believer. Thanks for listening. Bye.